Yeah, yeah, it's the Heretic Podcast. It's your host, Boss Bo, and I'm back in the building with episode eight, Health is Wealth, volume one, where we're going to take a quick look at the coronavirus and its effect on the black community. Before we get started today, once you head on over to IG and follow us at the underscore heretic underscore podcast and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcast that I'm sure we're probably there. Before we get started um, and we dive into this conversation about the coronavirus and its effect on the black community, I just want to give a very special shout out to all of the people that have been deemed essential workers. And that's whether you are on the front lines of the medical field, tending to patients directly and and trying to combat this this pandemic that has taken hold of the nation or on up to the. Amazon workers and the Wayfair workers and the Target workers and the workers that are keeping this country moving by delivering those essential items that are needed in the medical field and in home food delivery service. People definitely can't say enough about all you find people out there. Please continue to keep doing the work without you. Our country would be at a deadlock and it would be complete and utter chaos. Please keep up the good work and God bless all of your efforts. So I want to come to my audience today with a hard truth, and that is while coronavirus is affecting the nation and affecting all ethnicities, all groups, whoever, we're all human. It has especially hit the black community hard in these last few months. I looked at a few cities and I'll give you some examples here in Chicago. Blacks account for 32 percent of the population. But they also account for 67 percent of the of the deaths related to coronavirus. Michigan, similar story, 14 percent of the overall population. However, we account for 41 percent of the deaths linked to coronavirus. Louisiana, 32 percent of the population. But yet we're linked to 70 percent of the coronavirus deaths. Those numbers are startling. And what it highlights is a disparity between the healthcare coverage that our white counterparts receive versus what minorities mainly focusing in on the black community, what we receive as healthcare coverage. And in most cases, non coverage, there's always going to be a personal aspect to this. I'm not going to hold you up. Black people have very poor health habits and they manifest themselves in a variety of different ways mainly in the food options that that we tend to select. Um, we definitely love our our greasy food. And I, and I think America does in general. But I think because black Americans do not have the same. Well, let's just even I don't even want to do this whole comparison piece where we talk about what blacks have versus what whites have, because I'm not necessarily convinced that that conversation is the most productive one to have. Let's talk in terms of adequate health care, health care versus just not having adequate health care. Honestly, that's really what the conversation boils down to. So because of these different aspects of not having that adequate health care, we have pre-existing issues that come up. Heart disease, diabetes, lung disease, all of those underlying issues can be exasperated by a virus like COVID-19, which in this particular case is a, a respiratory virus. So there's a level of personal ownership on this. 
what are what are some of the things that we can do to try to head this off? Definitely need to try to eat healthier, exercise regularly, and then just having or practicing safe behaviors in general. And I know it's hard because when you look at the food options that we have in the neighborhoods, um, I know cities were that are predominantly black that don't even have grocery stores inside the cities. When you look at the water quality, when you look at the air quality, when you look at all of these different factors that come into play, it almost seems like this insurmountable hill. It's like hump that we have to get over. But it's like, where do we even start? We're, we're not even set up for success here. But we have to be able to take that personal ownership. Nobody said it'd be easy and eat healthier. And if that means you might have to sacrifice and travel out to a place outside of your, your hometown, maybe you have to go to a suburb, then do that. There's more efficient ways to do it. Like if it was me, if I have a close relationship with you know, whether it's family or the neighbors on my block, one person makes that run and we pool our money together and then we help pay for that person's gas. And on top of that, we're getting our groceries uh, picked up as well too. the group economics aspect. Same with exercising, have an accountability partner. I, I'm a firm believer that you will stay on track when you have outside eyes looking in at, at what you're doing, waking that person up saying, Hey, let's hit the gym. Hey, let's go get this jog. Hey, let's go get active. Same with, you know, safe behaviors, period. It's it's just called being open with your people and want and developing that care. See, this pandemic is deeper than just the 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 numbers and saying, hey, black Americans are being affected at this rate versus the rest of the population. When things like this come up, we in the black community need to understand how to come together and say, you know what? These are the things that are affecting our community. These are some of the things that we need to do in order to kind of help curb that. And these behaviors start long before you get to a pandemic status. It's about what we accept. And we can't sit up here and demand change if we ourselves are not trying to change. Get out there and get active. Eat better. Make better decisions that keep you safe, that have you coming home to your babies. When it's time for you to go out there and vote and put your voice out there. Fuck all of these naysayers that give you the the same spill of, well, voting doesn't work. It's rigged. It's this. It's that. And here's the thing. There is definitely an element of rigging elections, whether it's through voter suppression, as we've seen in the last few rounds of of, of election cycles on up to just flat out giving particular groups of people misinformation in order to stir the pot and get them to think a certain way. All of those factors are out there, but it still does not excuse us from our responsibility of putting our voice out there. You have people that really gave their lives for this, and it's our job to not only take that right, but to build on that right and promote a new day, promote new ideology. So when we look at this pandemic of of COVID-19, I just want to make sure we putting that out there that as much as we have these underlying health disparities and then enter in the disparity you see in the job market that can accelerate this. That's a situation that we need to look at as well too. But before I get to that thought, talking about the job market, when we talk about our environments, what we tend to accept is what they'll give us. And the way we 
fight back on those things is by understanding who controls what and getting in those rooms with those people and making sure that our needs are, are felt. Make sure we take that personal responsibility to say, hey, you know, let me again eat healthier. Let me I'm going to exercise. I'm just going to make better decisions. Now, there are some things that we can't control. And now that's getting into this whole child conversation and how that's exasperating the COVID-19 because most black Americans are going to be in service sectors of, of any business. They're going to be the front facing people, the lowest wages, nine times out of 10. And in those positions, you have a few factors there. Number one it's 50, 50, whether or not they even got insurance or not. So they may be working a low level job that has them in contact with a, a bunch of variety of different people and they don't even have adequate health care. But let's just say they do have, you know, adequate health care. Because that health care is usually and there's bias in the coverage that we're offered based on you know the powers that be. It's a situation where more often than not, they usually can't leave their jobs for extended periods of time. They can't not like they can like let alone work from home. They can't. Um, they don't necessarily they're not afforded the same flexibility as some of your higher wage positions are. And when you mix that with, again, they're underinsured, coming into contact with a bunch of people and now they don't even have the luxury to be off work to be able to go handle medical issues. It creates this attitude of, oh, I'll just deal with it. Oh, it's not that big of a deal the entire time. Whatever ailment is going on inside your body, it's ravaging your body, whether you feel those effects immediately or not. It's affecting you. And those are the things that need to be addressed. You know what I mean? We can take personal responsibility. But when we talk about the disparities that are those environmental factors that are making the situation a bit more untenable than it should be, then what's our response to that? And in this upcoming election, we have the opportunity to address that. Healthcare for all is, is one of those things that made me support Bernie Sanders. And I'm not here to push my political views or anything like that, but it's something that should be in everybody's purview because to the swath of America that says, I don't want to insure everybody will remember this. You can either insure an entire nation and ensure that your kids are around healthy kids. You're around healthy adults, or you can be selfish and say, I have insurance. And now you're going into a situation where everybody else that doesn't have insurance is now still infecting you or putting you at risk and forcing you to use that insurance, which is money out of your pocket and taking a toll on your body. And that is across races. And that's just something to think about. And that's the Heretic Podcast. Y'all be blessed out there. Stay safe. Practice social distancing. Fuck the norm and evolve.